Okay, I don't want to be a Grinch, but again, I can't stand cute little names people give storms that are just a play on other names of note. But still, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that some BC residents called today's storm a, oh my, a white mare. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And today's Day in Weather History features a podcast video short. This quick two-minute video can be found either on television on the Weather Network or by going to our homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. So be sure to check that out after this episode. Don't worry, I'm going to have you out of here in only five or six minutes if you're new to this podcast. For the rest of us, we know the drill. I'm going to give a tease line right now, something that goes a little bit like, it had been 80 years since the last time Victoria experienced a snowfall this impactful. Then I'm going to throw to the start of the episode and the music's going to begin to fade when I say, and it happened this day in weather history. (laughs) That was fun. In Victoria, Canada's so-called snow-free city, 65 centimeters of snow fell on December 29th, breaking the city's all-time 24-hour record of 55 centimeters from 1916. That is a massive shattering of a record. While this was happening, 41 centimeters was falling on Vancouver, also setting an all-time one-day snowfall record. In total, the blizzard dumped 100 centimeters of snow between December 28th and 29th on Vancouver Island, the Lower Mainland, and the Fraser Valley. Oh, just so we're clear, Vancouver averages only 7 centimeters of snow per year. Yeah, that's right. As a result, and as you can imagine, widespread power outages were reported. If you missed it back on December 20th, that was the episode of this podcast where I presented the worst storm in BC hydro history. It happened back in 2018, and most of that took place on Vancouver Island. This may have been its predecessor. When you get that kind of wind and snow, it will also cause structural damage, and this wind did that for sure, forcing thousands of people into shelters. With all ground transportation paralyzed, the Victoria International Airport and the BC Ferry Service to the mainland and surrounding Gulf Islands also ground to a standstill. It was a very simple call to halt service because neither the staff nor the passengers could even get to the terminals for either air or sea. Meanwhile, over on the mainland, their headaches are getting worse by the minute. Vancouver International Airport went ahead and just cancelled most flights because the de-icing crews couldn't keep up. Remember our story of the Kazakhstan plane crash from just two days ago? Yeah, okay, so that's why here in Canada, we don't fly unless we are 1,000% sure we're successfully de-iced. It was an impossible mission. And I'll be honest, kind of like a Charlie Chaplin movie at the same time. The crew would clean the ice off one side of the plane. Then they'd reposition to clean the other half. By the time they got back to the first side, it was covered again. (laughs) Can you see it now? The Trans-Canada Highway and all transit routes were shut down because of the storm. And it was affecting the city's pro sports teams too. Crews were called out to quickly clean the snow off the roof of BC Play Stadium when eyewitnesses called it in that it was sagging. And the Vancouver Canucks were scheduled to play the San Jose Sharks at the Pacific Coliseum. And that was called off for the night. It was getting out of hand and showed no signs of letting up. So they called in the Canadian military. 
they were the only ones with equipment built for the most extreme conditions, and they needed it to rescue stranded motorists from snowdrifts measuring as high as three meters. The military, like in the snowstorm of 1999 in Toronto, were also needed to help the most vulnerable in areas that were older and impossible to get snow clearing to. Meanwhile, at the hospitals and nursing homes, the staffs on duty during the storm were trapped and had no choice but to keep working because A, they weren't getting home, and B, no one was getting to work to relieve them. On the island, and again in a comparison to the situation that played out three years later in Toronto, many Victorians could not get to their critically needed medications because there were so few ways to get to either the meds they needed or to get it to them, even if it was acquired. And then, tearing a page out of the disaster that has been the year 2020 for small businesses, thanks to the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, restaurants, shopping malls, local stores had to close. All of them might have been open during this critical revenue-generating mid-holiday period, but because of this snowstorm, they were forced to remain closed because employees couldn't get to work, but also customers were stuck too. The total tally pegged the damage and cleanup costs at over $200 million. From the victorious snowstorm of the century, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 30th and we will feature part one of our first ever year in review show. Recalling stories from this past year of 2020, we have dedicated the 30th to all international and U.S. events. Then on the 31st, New Year's Eve, we spend the time on all Canadian stories. These two episodes will be special, longer-length shows, and they will both be accompanied by extra-length podcast video short features. We're going out with fireworks over the next two days here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris Mack.